From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, April 5th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Land Back Movement is gaining traction under pressure from community advocates and the governor's plan to prioritize returning public lands to Native American tribes. Last year, Governor Gavin Newsom launched an initiative he called the 30 by 30 plan to conserve 30% of the state's land and coastal waters by the year 2030. At a Truth and Healing Council meeting, the governor dedicated $100 million to support tribal approaches to conservation. At a recent Land Back Symposium at Cal Poly Humboldt, leaders of several Indigenous Peoples Land Trusts spoke out about the variety of those approaches. They noted that the conservation movement often shuts out Native people by not including cultural provisions. Priscilla Hunter is a former chair of the Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians and a founding member of the Ten Tribe Sinkione Intertribal Wilderness Council which manages more than 4,500 acres on the North Coast. The 10 tribes had to form a nonprofit organization. And then it took years for us to convince the agencies, uh, communities, that that we can manage this land. They didn't believe it at first, right? They never believe it, but um, we always have to prove ourselves. As, as Indian people that you know how to manage things. The Sinkioni is managed under a tribal plan that does not include logging. Because they're just asking, well, what are you going to do with that land? What are you going to do with it? And we're, we're going to let it heal for a while, for one thing. Some of the land that's back under native management is around major metropolitan areas, like the Segorate Land Trust in the East Bay. Co-founder Corinna Gould spoke out about reacquiring 13 acres of land full of shell mounds on the Carquinas Straits. The Segorate Land Trust is engaged in a process it calls rematriating the land, re-establishing practices led by women. To lease back an acre of land to tell their stories, creating cultural easements so that they can exist again, an urban indigenous women-led land trust in the Bay Area that was intertribal because so many Native women came to my territory through forced relocation policies of the United States government. But not only was it important for it to be an Indian land trust, a native land trust, it was important that there be women leadership. Because as my friend Dune Lankar told me at that first meeting of land trust, when I asked him, as I sat in that room full of indigenous men running these land trusts, I said, is it only men that run land trusts? And he laughed and he said, kind of, <laughs> but not only native land trusts, all land trusts. How was the sacredness of us and the sacredness of our bodies taken away through colonization? How was our leadership taken away because colonizers wouldn't talk to women leaders? How does that happen and how do we bring come back as we're all facing climate disaster back into a relationship where there's matriarchal leadership. Trina Cunningham is the executive director of the Maidu Summit Consortium, another indigenous-led land trust in Plumas County. She spoke about how her work in environmental organizations taught her the importance of preserving cultural practices as well as the land. It took me about two years into the process to realize that, you know, they're talking about black-tailed mule deer and um, cottonwood trees and Audubon was, um, the local Audubon um, society was very involved in the process so they were talking about different bird species and stuff and it i was like well what about us (laughs) you could consider us an almost extinct species if you would if you want to go that route and so at that point i went that route i said we need to be 
on this land again in the way that we were meant to be. If you want to think about it in those terms, we are almost extinct. And then it became a realization that conservation easements um, were just supporting the colonial paradigm. Peter Colby is a program director with the Western Rivers Conservancy, a conservation organization that's not a land trust. He spoke about the level of financial and bureaucratic sophistication required to put 50,000 acres of land in the Klamath watershed into Yurok hands. One of the things that we dealt with at the outset of this project is that there's generally very little or no acquisition funding that's specifically for tribal purchases. Uh, the, the, the second part of that story is there's generally not much, pro much public money available for long-term management, whether it's tribal or otherwise. So starting with the acquisition phase of this project, we needed to look for some innovative sources of funding. There just wasn't purchase money out there for the $50 million that we needed to purchase this property for the Yurok. Colby said the project was eventually funded with a combination of Clean Water Act funds, tax credits, and carbon credits. Gould finished with a few reflections on agricultural easements. Well, they have a lot of them in California, as you know, because we apparently, you know, love cows here or something. But So they're allowed to run all over our sacred sites and destroy all of our waterways and stuff like that. You know, not that I don't like a good steak every once in a while, but um, these ag ones, these, these easements, right? This allows us from actually tending to the land the way that it's supposed to and putting in our relatives that are supposed to be on that land to begin with and to re-nurture that land and to revitalize that land in that kind of way. And so then we have to sit it out and wait. But like I say, we've been here forever. We're not going anywhere. My grandchildren are growing up on this land, and so they'll do it when that Williamson Act is done. And so the most important thing to do is to get that land back into indigenous hands so that we can begin to dream and do that work again. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.